Disney's taken a massive chunk of all its rights back. Amazon as well with the, bloody, the, with the uh, Lord of the Rings series that I never watched. Yeah. Did you binge. watched it, right? Yeah. Was it good? Uh, I don't want to talk about it. It's okay, that basically no then. And welcome back to 2023! We're never in 2023 to begin with, were we? What? I mean, this is the first time I've been in 2023. I've just come into existence here in this exact moment. Oh, that is, that is very much true. You're a, a very much a data gigabyte human being. Mm. Yeah, exactly. I don't exist unless people listen to this podcast. So if you want me to live, listen to this podcast. That's this, or this ultimatum I've ever heard in my life. But I'll, I'm down for I mean, it. that is how an influencer lives. That's yeah. what we're trying to do here. On so. subscriptions and Patreon, exactly. Oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I just need a few. <laughs> mm. So what did you boys like most about 2022? And what are you most grateful for going to 2023? Probably life. I feel like the fact that we're all still living today is, yeah. a, good, is a very good sign. Yeah. Yeah. I'm quite grateful that I don't live in Eastern uh, Europe on the border with Russia right now. I feel really bad for the people of Ukraine. Yeah. It's still still almost a year on. Still. It's- just just before we start, we are definitely doing our, our predictions for this coming year, 2023. But oh, we'll get just, to that. I feel yeah. like we should just take you know the Russian war off the table for predictions. Oh, uh, that was one of mine. Well, <laughs> just let him run with it. I just want to say, though, because we are talking about a podcast we did exactly a year ago on the prediction 2022... Sean did make a point saying, I hope it's a better year. And I must say, mm. 2022 was an amazing mm. year. We made very good progress with what we do. And just just with other people and with just everything in general, it was an amazing year. So thank yeah. you, boys. It was a good year. I it reckon was. it was a good year. Some things were gained, some things were lost, but all in all, good. I exactly think right. the, at the core of it all, we're all, all three of us are heading in a direction we want to. And we're happy with the directions we're traveling in. Yes. Yeah. Or, or before we even start, boys, I do need to ask something very important. Okay. Mustache or no mustache for me this year? Um, is it November when you're asking this question or now? It's now, just of now. Like, should I just get it next year? Doesn't matter. Both answers are going to be yes. Get a mustache. Yeah. We'd okay. love to see you it. You look beautiful in both. All right. Okay. In two two episodes time, I shall have a mustache. Yeah. Maybe you can do a thing where you grow the mustache and by November, like you just don't shave it, trim it, Mm. but grow it effectively all the way to November, then shave it. So it's like a counter thing. And then you can raise money for that. Interesting. Put up on the socials. Maybe an idea. We'll we'll run past it. I I might just do one of those round robins of just every single type of mustache style, like 1920s, 30s facial hair of like the sideburns, red neck. (laughs) Did you hear, did you notice that James, that he went 1920s, 1930s and just somehow skipped the most famous mustache of the 1940s? Yes. I don't know, but you had a very... (laughs) You you mean the Charlie Chaplin? Yeah. 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 (laughs) Charlie Chaplin with that. A hat, yeah, yeah exactly. Good to skip when we did that, that one. photo shoot. You had that beautiful mustache, and it made you look very masculine. And you know, just masculine, you know, masculine. masculine. Yeah, testosterone masculine. was reading about two thousand. Uh, t- testosterone was through the roof. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I, I didn't have, I didn't have it. He had. It was mustache. me. I had the mustache. Yeah, the mustache. No, you did have one a while ago. I remember your mustache very vividly. That was just, that, that. That was COVID, Patty. You know, during during uh, during the lockdown, you know, things That's happened. Right. Righto, take us back in time, Patty. I see you got a book there. What are do we doing today? Okay, so today, before we jump into the twenty twenty three prediction, I thought we might. Just have a look at the 2022 predictions that yeah. we made. So who wants to go first, Sean or James? Maybe, maybe before we jump in, just to give a bit of clarity and context. So every year at the start of the year, we have an idea of what this year will take. And we make a prediction, which is what we're doing in this podcast. The second mm-hmm. half of this podcast, we'll make predictions. But last year was the first year we actually made predictions for 2022. So I have a feeling I am 100% on, on money for all well, my... Well, we'll do, we'll do Sean's first, okay? <laughs> so you got... 
uh, we all made two each. So your first one was Labor Party will win federal elections. Oh, that was. I mean, that was a given. That was a given. I mean, you never know. And you disagreed. You said I played devil's advocate (laughs) because of my nihilistic take on society, which I was proven wrong. So I'm very happy about that. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I don't want to talk about politics. Well done, Sean. You won. Let's move on. Okay. The other one that you made was first commercial electric (laughs) plane flies. Now I didn't. Yeah. I don't know if this happened, but I did do a quick Google last night, and the only thing I found for last year was that there was a test flight. Yeah, so I saw a test flight. I was hoping for commercial, um, and it, I, when I when I think I said this flight, it was a flight between countries, so it had to go a distance. It can't just be like a yeah. fifty. Or com- go over water. Yeah, because right now they're already electric planes domestically flying to be in Canada. Proper, proper passengers, all yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. someone's paying in a trip. So I I'll admit that I was wrong. Um, I still have hope. Maybe it's a bit further out. Hydrogen fuel is becoming a bit more of the flavor mm-hmm. for aeronautics. Maybe in a couple of annoying. Years. Yeah. I do remember, though, we had a screaming match in Patty if it suits play the clip, but we were talking about, I was saying, yes, it'll be a test. And you were like, no, 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 it's not going to be a test. It'll be full commercial. All right, play but, the clip. Yeah. And we're back. Oh, <laughs> God, I'm glad I was right. Anywho, one out of two ain't bad. Okay, yeah. James, your first one that you made was first clinical trial of cancer vaccine. Yeah. <laughs> now, I'd l- I, I, all I could Google was just that. So uh, this is a very broad topic. So it was I very broad. So I just thought it was. I just said ongoing. So yeah. it's like not well, yes, not no. Well, the example I used was for skin cancer. Now, when I made the prediction, they were looking into it for skin cancer. Since my prediction, what they've actually done is completed a clinical trial on stage three to four melanoma and mixing it with another drug, I can't say the name, and they have concluded a 44% decrease in death rate. So Mm. um, you could say it's ongoing, but you could say it's already showed some level of success. Mm. Well, I think what is the finish, it depends what the finish line is, was if the finish line is, okay, it's now like you can just go into any chemist warehouse pharmacy and just buy some tablets. If that's the finish line where it's now so commercialized that I can get a prescription is if that's the goal, then Sean, what level will we Sean be made there? a very good point. He's like, cancer is a very broad disease. It's not just one type mm. of cancer. Mm. So to make a vaccine to stop you from getting cancer is almost close to impossible, but to make it for specific types of cancers. So in Australia, we obviously got melanoma is one of the biggest killers um, here. So to do True. that specifically, walk in a chemist warehouse, get your MRNA melanoma shot is potentially on the cards for the future. Um, I can't confirm, I can't speculate, but yeah, just to say a clinical trial is underway. It's more of a hope. Like I, when I picture, you know, uh, medical, you know, medical vaccines going mm-hmm. in the future, I always think of this one clip from Family Guy where where Quagmire comes out of like this futuristic house and it's like, oh, there's Quagmire. And it's like, oh, bye lady. It's like, oh no, I got A's again. Got to take my yeah. Nihil cold and A's tablet. <laughs> I, think, I think this topic will just aggravate me though because we talk about mRNAs being embraced for 30 years, but we've never actually pushed until we needed to because there was no money. These guys have had this technology ready to go for so long and they've mm. only just started pushing it now thanks to, again, our friend COVID vaccine. But anyway, mm-hmm. let's move on. Yeah. Okay, so the other one that you made was AI facial recognition used on the streets. Was it? No, was it? Well, I don't think it was on the streets. I just said we'd see it more. Uh, we've well, seen it. It's actually been very controversial. But well, go de- on. it depends where we're talking. Because some places, no. Some places, absolutely. It's used everywhere. Like it's, it's effectively literally everywhere, just though. downloaded Hinge. And one of the things to verify was, was I had to get like mm. you know show a picture of my face like 
right then and there. Like yeah. that, if, if I'm pretty sure that's AI software. Oh, so for sure. I believe yeah. I believe the crux of my prediction was they're going to use it for more security measures in sort of public stores. So they tried. I actually tried it back in April or May in Bunnings, Kmart, and I think Good Guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and it actually got scrutinized quite a bit. So it worked well, but they actually paused doing it because of privacy concerns. And I think you guys actually made a good point saying like, no one's going to feel comfortable with a face print. doesn't matter how many privacy policies you put in that store. Yeah. Um, I think we all feel uncomfortable. But yeah. interestingly enough, New South Wales, I think actually Australian pubs and clubs have agreed that from 2023, they're going to be using AI facial recognition for people with our gambling bans. So, you know, you can put like a, a ban on yourself. That makes a lot of sense, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's like people can still sort of, I guess, sneak in even if you have I, a gambling would, ban. I would take that as a win for you. So that you got one right, one out of two. Yeah. Oh, I, I would. Yeah, I would absolutely say that the AI one for sure. Like yeah. their the level of security. I think what it is now and what it was last year. I didn't think we would be at this point. So I, I was probably the, the counter argument to to James's point. Um, but I, I'm, I would happily admit that I'm wrong. So yeah, it's definitely that one. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, the first, uh, the vaccination probably. Maybe I miss. Maybe similar to mine. Just it's on its way. Just not yet there. Yeah. yeah, I do have another clinical trial prediction, but we'll get into that later. Patty. Okay, so the predictions I made for 2022 was the NFT bubble burst. Oh yes, my god! Did you? Ca- Holy crap! Well you done. That, yeah. Um, I knew yeah. it. I knew I it. I knew it. Yeah, that's why you. It seemed too fucking good. To yeah, be true. it's kind of funny because one of the close friends of the podcast, um, he's currently moved overseas. Charlie. Yep. He <laughs> loved the NFTs. I he think... was doing all those Instagram uh, like. The hype post. Go here, bro. Go here for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how like the the NFT and the metaverse is going to like create a new and now, world. And now suddenly, no more Instagram stories of it. Yeah, he's very quiet. Yeah, it's just mostly skiing in Canada, which I mean is arguably. I mean, oh, a lot jealous. better. Very yeah. jealous. Patty, you had a great point though. You're talking about f- pictures of frogs. I think in the last podcast and how they would sort of take off. And your argument was, how can a picture of a frog be something that has a lot of intrinsic value? And to this day, I think that argument holds. I don't know how paintings can make someone so much money mm. that are digital. Like it doesn't make sense. I think. Well, I think it's also just artwork in general. Because if you just if you look at you know like um, the, something incredibly famous like a Van Gogh or a Mona Lisa yeah. or anything by you know um uh, uh Perla, John Pollock. I don't know Jackson Pollock. Jackson Pollock. Yeah. Thank you. You know. It's not necessarily. It's because it's made by them. Someone out there said, "Oh, I want to pay twenty grand for that." So now that is the price range now that people can. So, yeah. so it's now worth that, or even more with time. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's just like to be fair, every bit of art is just what you think the price is. Yeah, I guess it's what is value to you, and if there's history or there's like certain things that can add value. Yeah. Yeah, like a vintage home is just effectively brick and mortar. But if it's a house built in the 1920s, it's still standing. But nostalgia, oh. nostalgia, some history, yeah, you know, exactly. that, that will add to the price. The other one I made was for the best picture at the Oscars for 2022, where Belfast, the movie, would win. Didn't win, I oh. think. Belfast. What? I don't know what won. What did win? I don't know. The Oscars? I... Uh, Morbius. I'm not into that. Morbius did win. Yes, it's, Morbi- <laughs> it's Morbin time. Got it across the line. Morbin time, exactly. It won. I don't. I'm trying. What the fuck? Who, who who won now? I don't know. You're the movie guy. Why you're uh, guest uh, presenter on movies, buddy? I don't know. Uh, anyway, so those are predictions. Mm, I think so far we, we got we all kind of got one right, one yeah. wrong. We came in with a 50 percent success rate. So should the goal for this year to be get at least above 50 percent? Well, we only it, are we going in with two each? Then I guess you know hopefully. Well, I mean, at six, we could get yeah. four out of six right and be above True. that. We're All a right. team here, lads. Okay, we'll bully so each other for our predictions, but we're a team. True. Should we get started? 
Absolutely. Let's get to it. James, you first. I'll shoot oh. us off. So now, boys, I'm going to go back in time again. I want to say this 2022 was an amazing year for space. Probably one of the most craziest oh, years yeah. we've in a long time. We had the deployment of the James Webb Space Telescope. We actually modeled our first black hole. Um, mm. We had the DART project. We had Artemis 1. Beautiful podcast with Glenn Nagel. Definitely recommend listening yeah, to it. Yeah, go back and listen to that. We had the most dangerous thing hit Earth. Did you boys know this? We had a gamma ray burst hit Earth. Wasn't aware. We, we had a gamma ray burst. It was about 2.4 billion light years away so luckily it wasn't enough to actually do anything but that is probably the thing i am most scared for in space is a gamma ray burst you know you know what they are yeah it's a sudden release of gamma radiation that could cripple the ozone and then just make us uh burning hot coal yeah and it usually comes when a black hole is formed it's the gamma rays that are released the gamma radiation that's released so if one happened in the milky way and hit earth gone that's it that, and that's like you can't really see it coming either. It's traveling at the same speed, of speed that you could measure it at. So e- exactly right. So you, it would just be out of nowhere. Like Earth would just pulverize and you would die. But anyway, I'm going to bit, <laughs> on that sad note. Yeah, on that sad note, let's go to a, po- look up. a sort of positive note. So I mentioned the James Webb Space Telescope that was deployed, and that has already made some excellent freaking discoveries. Oh, like the, photos. the like it's the photos have actually shocked scientists. It's more than what we thought it would do in such a short time span. So I think based on what we've seen in the last few months deployment in 2023. We will have our first confirmed um, evidence of extraterrestri- extraterrestrial life Ooh. in the universe. Ooh. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of this prediction. Ooh, that is, oh, I reckon that's a tall order there, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not convinced. That might be a I 2024 mean, order. I don't yeah, know. I mean, that being said, like, yeah, why not? Let's do it. Because again, extraterrestrial life isn't intelligent life. It's just life, right? So we can land on Mars and go, oh, oh my God, a worm. I'm sorry, I needed to put intelligent life in there. My oh, okay, then definitely not. I <laughs> You don't think so? Bow, bow, no deal. <laughs> for me, for my opinion. Yeah. I mean, this is your, so I, this is your section. I, I, have, I have quite a good sort of, I guess, grounding for this. And that's, okay, so you look at what we've done to Earth. Like, influences and the Industrial Revolution has potentially changed the atmosphere, right? We can all agree mm-hmm. on that. Now, the beautiful thing about the James Webb Space Telescope is it can detect compositions in different atmospheres, and this is how it's detecting if life is available on those planets. So I wonder if what it can do, it can take sort of like a profile of an atmosphere to see how it compares to Earth and how it's changing. Mm. It can actually detect the rate of change to say, well, you know what? That's only possible by some sort of a biological influence. I think, and that could be a stretch, but it's just what I think as a a potential. So I'm... some of the exoplanets it's found and habitable zones, it's kind of crazy. So, like, I totally agree. I believe that the James Webb Telescope will find habitable or or clients that could produce oxygen or certain requirements. I mean, all life form in in the universe has to be carbon-based life form and likely producing or consuming oxygen. That's our uh, kind of our initial understanding of it. I think you're right. We can find um, planets that can support life to confirm intelligent extraterrestrial is really difficult because um how old is the world jimmy uh, the world's 13.8 billion 13.8 yeah so so imagine a rope which is 13.8 13.8 sorry the world or the universe uh just no our planet oh our planet 4.8 4.6 i don't know the exact 4.6 okay so 4.6 let's so imagine a rope that's 4.6 kilometers long now two 2,000 years, realistically. Yeah, if we look at humanity, which is 200 years from the Industrial Revolution, realistically, 200 years since we've been able to, like, look at the stars and push out. We've been logging longer, but, like, physically capable, it's been maybe 50, 60 years. 
if you put 60 years into that like rope, you're looking at less than a millimeter. So this, and this rope was going to keep going onward. So this 4.6 kilometer rope, we're one millimeter at the very end. Mm. Now we're praying that there is another rope out there <coughs> with a civilization that reached space age fairing in the exact same time that we did of this exact same millimeter of that rope in our rope. Align these two ropes up and we're going to get the exact same time period that we've started spacefaring. And that's what we're trying to pray for. And we're hoping it's so close that we can see it with the James Webb. I have a feeling mm. it's going to be, that's hard. But it's I, like, it's, uh, I, I agree, <laughs> but there's so many exoplanets. Yeah. They have so many that it's like crazy. They actually statistically say it's an infinite amount of planets. Technically yeah. it is. But it's kind of sad that you bring that up as well because mm. you think of the dinosaurs, for example, and what we know about them. That is also such a small part. We've lost so much history yeah. in the last 4 billion years of Earth. We don't know what other creatures are out there. So even if we do find something, I think it's going to be groundbreaking in what we've ever seen before. Mm. I th- I, I'm i going to agree with James. Because I'm very, I'm a, I, like to, I like this optimistic look at yeah. it. I think we all agree with that, that we might be able to find life. We don't fully agree we'll find intelligent life. Yeah, And we already found life. You look at the Kepler planet. Well, planets. wasn't there a recent... Like a finding from the James Webb Telescope that there was like they found actual evidence of the ex- how expanding the universe is or something like that. I don't know. Like I, re- I don't know what I read online. I'm or not something. too sure. They did find like uh, it was a photo of all the galaxies. Maybe I might. Yeah, might and what the they found there's to. like you look at this photo of every single galaxy that it could pick up, and there's a little little red dot in that photo. They believe that's the furthest galaxy away. From from us Shit. that we that can, we can see. Yeah. Well, if, if there isn't um, a discovery of extraterrestrial life or is, uh, intelligent life, there'll mm. probably be another discovery. Within, well, the, problem, yeah. the, the thing is, like when you think about it, they've already found life on other planets. You look at, I think Kepler four. I don't know the rest of the numbers. They found that it's in its habitable zone, but the sun that it um, orbits is actually more red than our sun. Mm. So by definition, when plants photosynthesize, they turn out to be more red than green. So <laughs> there's actually a poster from NASA and it was like um, Kepler, the planet, and it was like where the grass is redder on the other side. That's so imagine cute. walking through a forest and it's just, just all red red leaves. So we have confirmed plant life and therefore, by definition, bacteria has to exist if plants exist. Hmm. We just don't know if mammals similar to us exist. But I'd be very keen to see that in fruition. But anyway, hmm. moving on. Sean? Um, okay. Uh, we've got one in space. We've got one on the ground. Um, I know we talked not about... Not wanting to talk about Russia. If you want to talk about it, talk about it. it, it should, I, all do, do I want bro. to say is I predict the Ukrainian and Russia, Ru- the Russo-Ukrainian war will end this year. I hope and, you're right. And yeah, I, ho- I hope you are right too. I would say it will end in in late June with Ukraine winning, Russia running away with the tail between its legs, and um, gas flows coming back into Europe. So what we'll see is the price of electricity... Um, by winter next year in Europe, will just crash. Everything will come down. But at the same time, we've pushed so far on renewables, we'll see the price come down, and then we'll see renewables hitting 60% in some countries in Europe in this year, this in mean, certain intervals. This means the euro might get stronger. Maybe It might get stronger, Euros, yeah. Please. So I, I have a feeling that we'll see two counter-arguments. So we'll see gas coming down, so the price comes down, so energy comes really cheap, renewables are coming online, driving it even cheaper. We're going to see some of the cheapest energy by the end of the year. Um, and Australia will start hitting 100% renewables in certain intervals. In certain, in certain parts of Australia, we're already seeing it. I reckon by summer, the start of summer later this year, Australia will have one, one interval 
one five-minute period where everything in the entire country is powered by renewables if it's connected to the grid. So we're, there's certain areas where we're getting damn close. We're getting like 60, 70, 80%, even in New South Wales, some chunks. But maybe not New South Wales. Definitely South Australia. Mm. That's like 110%. But mm. I think the number of things coming online this year and where we're moving, um, we're going to see some significant renewables. So that's one. So that's the energy mindset there. Mm-hmm. That's that that one. Yeah. I can't agree or disagree with you because I don't know the semantics of the war. But what I know about the whole Ukraine thing is Russia weren't expecting them to bounce back as hard as they did. No. Putin was expecting to go in there and just take it. It was a two week conflict. I yeah. think we were talking it, about. It was ready to go in there like as if it was playing mini golf, being like, "Boom, par ones, every single hole yeah. at once." It's like, "Oh shit, no!" And yeah. I think with so many c- countries committing to support them, obviously Ukraine aren't part of NATO, but committing to support them also puts Russia in a bit of a threat as well. Putin's only choice is to re- react with nuclear, which again, is still not impossible. But um, I don't think he has enough grounds to do that. And um, if it, but the thing is, if he does, then just all hell will break loose. Hmm. That's so exactly right. It's yeah. like, and that's why this this the I'm pretty sure we talked about this ages ago when we were talking about like nu- the nuclear bomb for the military, um, like things that were created because of the military. I don't know if one of you guys brought Sean up was the nuclear about bomb, nuclear, yeah, yeah, and, and how that's gone into radiation. And but you guys were mentioning on that how. Everyone, every single country now has nuclear weapons, but every single country is just playing the biggest game of chicken ever, where it's just like, if you drop it, I'll drop it, and if you drop it, I'll drop it, and if I drop it, you drop it. And then yeah. eventually Earth gets out of its own orbit. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So it's, I mean, the thing is, I pray that Russia will run between with a tail between its legs, because if it's not, and they I go, we're going to go proud and loud, they'll, uh, they'll nuke, and then the world ends. I don't think it will be, uh, I, I think it will end. I want it to end. The world or the war? Both. Uh, <laughs> no, no yeah. the war will, I reckon the war will end. I do not think it's going to end the time that you say it will because it's more the fact that it's they're more likely to end the war due to coldness than warmth. Like you were saying, it's going to end during the middle of the summer uh, oh. in, in, in Europe. So it will end during their winter, either November or uh, December, even January maybe next year, or it's going to end sooner this year around March, mm. April. Yeah, I'm basing it off like resources and timing and how much conscription they're going through with Russia. There's going to be a point where they just run out of material. They're already running out of material. They're, they're, they're th- I would predict they would last another five, six months. But my again, no analysis on that. That's just my opinion. Mm. Um, I don't think they could make it. No, data, that- no data to back this up. No data to back this up, but just certain know. research of the fact that... Your the argument new- is mute now. I mean, no, it's, it's, just like, it's a hard one to predict, though. Like, it's mean, very hard. They're, they're currently using World War One rifles on the Russian well, side to also, support their we're troops. Also and trying, tanks we're, we're also trying to predict the mindset of a leader that we don't... That is very spontaneous and a little bit erratic from what yeah. he's sort of been you know, said about him and a lot of me. And you don't know it, how much of that is true, how much of that is false, because so much of... Uh, Putin's life is just wrapped up in mm. this secrecy because, like, any little bit of information that is leaked about him, mm. he will then hunt down that person, whoever yeah. leaked and it. And don't don't forget one of his biggest allies, China. Their economy is a bit of a threat at the moment, so mm. I don't think with having weak allies, it's not going to be the best thing for him as well. Yeah. Okay, yeah. well, I think we talked up enough about people that don't shouldn't be talked about. Yeah. Okay. Can I talk about someone else? Who sh- should we? Who shouldn't be talked about then? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So this one's probably late. 2023 prediction but it, it, it occurs in early 2024 Ooh. president donald j trump will make his return yeah i think yeah. so uh, yeah. I, I think <laughs> as much as as much as like opinions of both on the show and whoever's listening to it about donald j trump Unfortunately. Is, i think the trajectory is going that way 
But I feel like, regardless, it won't matter because what will happen is policies will be put in place, forced in, um, so he can't change them. So certain things that, like the Ukrainian support, if if uh, Donald J. Trump was in president during the time of the Ukrainian conflict, I don't think we would see the same level of support no, provided. Yeah. Um, I don't think it would have started at all, no. um, to be honest. Yeah, so I think there's that things like that would be just set in stone. Um, certain policies around renewable energy, electric vehicle policies, really radical changes that um, the Democrats have pushed Wait, through are recently. You, are you saying they're he's gonna, stuck? He's going to get back into presidency. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Oh, I thought you meant he's just going to return. He's going to be back on the radar. Isn't oh, he? he's already back on the radar. He never he left the radar. You're right. You're right. Yeah, but. yeah. But I think he, the 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 greatest showman on the earth, <laughs> will make his grand return. That is my prediction. Uh, the greatest show. Starring every single person. <laughs> oh yeah. I hope I hope you're wrong, but at the same, same time, I, I hope at the same time, wrong. it's going to be a big comedy show. I could just imagine all the conspiracies coming up. Like, See, I told you I was right, and just this massive war between political sides. But I don't want to get into that, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I, I just wanted to say that just because that's my opinion. I am not saying I'm for or against. I'm against it, but I'm not saying anything. <laughs> oh, really? Me too. Anyways, moving on. Patty. <laughs> Close up on Sean there. All right. Okay. My prediction is Netflix will lose 50% of its subscribers. I thought it already had lost that many. Even more. Another 50%. Yeah. But that 50% or 50% is only 25%. So that's not too bad. Well, now that's it's, a, that's a small now loss. it's at 100%. Like, yeah. The amount of, amount of subscribers, 100%. But they'll lose. They're going to they're gonna lose so many, mainly for the fact that last year they... They fired 300 uh, Netflix employees Ooh. middle of the year, or no, it might have been around September, October, I think. Mm. And now there's that whole thing going around with them, with uh, them being a little bit more, them kind of doing a Warner Brothers where they're yeah. picking what shows to root. Like before, they were just everything, right? They were throwing money and say, "Oh, you got an idea? Go for it, go for it." They were throwing money at everything. It's like, "Oh, um, a story about a pony, go for it," you know. Yeah. But now they're a bit, they're being a lot more careful with what they are renewing for season two, what they are going to be producing, and like yeah. even original movies. Like, was it? Three years ago, when like you know, award season was coming around, there was at least three movies that were of Netflix. But mm. this year, I think there might be do, one. Mm, do you reckon as well? The streaming even, sites are showing them now. I was going to say the, the increase in, com- in, com- competition? in competition is a yeah. lot. Uh, Two would yeah. also weed them out a bit. Yeah, yeah, Disney's taking a massive chunk of awards rights back. Amazon as well with Amazon. the bloody, with the uh, Lord of the Rings series that I never watched. Yeah. Did you watch it right? Yeah. Was it good? Uh, I don't want to talk about it. It's okay, that basically no then. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or binge, but I, I guess there's, I mean, there's always competition, and the thing is, I still have all four subscriptions. I have quite a few. Inter- yeah, I same. mean, things I don't pay for them; I just have access to them. Um, yeah. So, what is driving people away besides competition? Well, there's recent news that they are getting rid of shared screening, so they're getting rid of sharing mm. your password oh. with multiple things. So, and I and I've said this that as long, when it comes to Australia, I'm just going to get rid of mine. If because if I can't, if my sister can't use it, who lives yeah. down in like the, the Jindabyne, so yeah. it's not just that; it's ads as well. Like they're going to bring fucking gonna, ads in. They're going to put in a service that's cheaper; it's like six dollars a month where there'll be ads. Yeah, see, the Spotify system is better that because it's free with ads. Yeah. You don't have to pay because then having to make the paywall and then make them watch ads, that's such I a know. pain. Yeah. I Ugh. just, I, I also just don't like the content. What, What is... 
The only, the only yeah. show that I am watching on Netflix now was two, Rick and Morty and Stranger, Stranger Things, things yeah. whenever it is. Yeah. And actually Sex Education. Yeah. And then, and, then whatever, and then whatever comes on there is like, oh, m- new movie. Okay, cool. I might watch that. Yeah. But everything that Netflix has, in Australia at least, um, another streaming service called Stan also has every single movie that Netflix has on it. Oh, Ma- geez, ex- yeah. Except for like Netflix original stuff. Yeah, which they will re- always retain in Dark Tooth now. Because that's why like uh, Superman wasn't Henry Cavill for a while. That's why he couldn't show his face because Netflix refused to allow his No, head. Netflix, he, he signed like a six-picture deal, six-year deal. So yeah. that's why he was like... I'm, Deal's done. All right, I'm out of here. So yeah, that's plus, why you can Plus, the face. Superman thing also probably helped his yeah. decision making. But now he's no longer doing Superman, which fucking sucks. Same. Yeah, I know. I mean, they need to start from the ground up. I understand James Gunn's direction no, on and that, it, but I so yeah, I reckon fifty percent will like of subscribers are just gonna lose. Mm. I, I, I will not lose. They're gonna leave if this um if it's enforced the password sharing. Yeah. But and <laughs> and if it, it the the non password sharing and. And and if even if fifty percent don't lose, I'll happily concede that this is what I'm predicting. But mm. also, just the fact that they're going to lose a bunch because they don't the content on it is not good anymore. Like, so would you say if if Netflix was a metaphor, it would be the Roman Empire, and this ad service is Jesus splitting the religion straight <laughs> down the middle and moving the capital from Rome to oh, Constantinople? Getting political, getting religious. <laughs> no, 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 as well. no. I'm Probably. just saying, it's is this the analogy. Jesus moment? Is I know, this I know. is this the part where? Because again, fifty percent. That's what happened. The empire just split in half. Yeah. Is this the split? Is this it, the Constantine? It's more, uh, Constantine it's more, it's more of a Moses leading the the Israelites through to the yeah. sea. But fifty percent of them get lost. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You on the left, you're staying. You fuck off. <laughs> you follow me. Yeah. <laughs> just also... the ad revenue enough. No, no. Like this is the employees. You on the left are fucked. Go, go home. Oh. No, don't come back. I think, I think as well, people are looking for ways to save money now with inflation and whatnot on the rise. So if, if people look mm. at what they're spending money on, they go, hmm, Netflix, do I really need this anymore? Probably not. Like, yeah. right. I think there's going to be a lot more reality-based TV shows on Netflix. Mm. Like the... What, what's the, what, what, like, like, uh, like those dating shows and stuff like Fuckboy uh, Island. Fuckboy Island. No, it's... What is it called? It's but called, you're right, it's, it's Fuckboy Island. It's called Fuckboy Island. Yeah. It's not called Fuckboy Island. Fuck it's, called, it's called Fuckboy Island. I don't know. I, I, thought it was, I thought it was. Well, looking at the local fuckboy over here. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say, do I look like a fuckboy? A little bit. Sorry. Sorry, could you just imagine just 20 dudes on an island, like, we're all fuckboys on an island? It's like, no, no, this but is, are no, the this, girls this, on the island? Or is it. Oh, no, this, this is literally the dating. Haven't you heard of this show? No, I haven't heard of Oh, my God. So there's this. So it's, it's hosted by. It's, it's an American based show hosted by this comedian called Nikki Glazer. She's actually. She's hilarious as the host. Mm-hmm. But from what I've seen of it, it's one. There's like there's like twenty guys or fifteen guys, like five, like ten of them are fuckboys, and then five of them are so called nice guys. Oh no! And I, then I, and then there's I like slash nice guys. And then, there's like, then there's like two or three girls or whatever, and they they're like you know doing matchmaking stuff. And so, it's and it's like I've seen one bit of it where she's like, I don't want to be with you, and then she he honestly just starts gaslighting. Like, okay, well he's a fuckboy. <laughs> like it, it was like. Oh, I don't think we should be together. I was like, well, you know what? Well, I, know I don't think your ass and I should be together. It's like, oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. When you said fuckboy island, I just imagined a small island no, with a single fuckboy and a guy's just going around going, <laughs> hey, coconut tree. <laughs> hey, palm tree, you're looking real fine today. Mm, look at those leaves. <laughs> That's what I thought of just this one dude just like wiping his hands on themselves. Like, mm, hey, girl, how are you doing? How are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> 
Sorry, I was just that's all I'm imagining. Oh Patty, it's uh it's nice to have your prediction be movie related again or Hollywood related or Well, I got another one that's Hollywood. I got another one that's Hollywood. My both of well, Netflix, I don't th- that Netflix. is a that is a streaming service, I, so it's more of a uh, I guess more of a company based industry entertainment based industry yeah, yeah. there's all the provisions in the world for me to agree with you right now that Netflix will have a reduction in subscribers what that number will be I don't know but I yep. do think there will be a reduction alright James you're alright right, boys um, another clinical trial I think this is sort of Elon Musk's prediction and I'm back marking it the reason I'm going to say it is because I thought of it and then I found out that he predicted it I think we will have the first implant of the Neuralink this year and therefore the first clinical trial take place have you guys heard of the Neuralink? No. It's basically a surgical implant that can only obviously be done by neurosurgeons. And what it does is it sort of, I don't know the full medical details of it, but it assists with your neural pathways for you to be able to just like, for example, type on your phone or type on your computer without actually typing on it. So it's good for like mm. paraplegics, people with vision loss, people with uh, sight loss, people who can't move, for example. That's going to be sort of the first phase as they do it. But Neuralink basically will be a massive thing where you can do all these implants and there's so many different sectors they can target. So they've already been doing registrations for expressions of interest, but they haven't actually confirmed any clinical trials. But I think there's no reason why we won't see a clinical trial this year, the first one at least happen, which I'm very excited for because I've got someone very close to me who suffers from multiple sclerosis. So it'd be really cool to see if this can come into place and mm. actually be used. And it you know, can charge wirelessly. You can use it with your phone. Um, and it's obviously Elon Musk's, one of his other companies. So yeah, won't be surprised. And so do you reckon the focus of Neuralink is more for medical rehabilitation or that like to provide that interface for people who can't do standard interface, like using a keyboard or um, speaking with uh, assistants, things like that? Or do you think it's more like... No, we can make the normal um, interactions that much faster. So you don't need a keyboard anymore. You don't need this. And do, do you reckon it's a movement towards like mind control of technology? I think that's the future, yeah. And you th- if you think of Elon Musk's motives and what he does, obviously, with SpaceX and Tesla, mm-hmm. this is no different. He's going to go for that improving reality and improving society but obviously starting with people who have those medical complications you think of someone who can't walk for example suddenly now they can control maybe their wheelchair using their mind because what it does is the way it basically works is it gets your neurological patterns and it trains an ai in what that does so if you think a certain way your phone app will learn that thought pattern and you can program that to do a certain thing, Mm. which you could kind of already do now without an implant. There are things out there that can use brainwaves, but this is actually attaching to like the neurons in your brain. So the response time is like that. It's pretty much instant as, as you would expect. So yeah, going back to your question, I think the end goal is improving society and everyday life. Um, I don't know how I feel about it yet. I honestly don't know. Like I can't, can't mm. put my finger on it. I don't know if it's going to make things better or worse. Um, I don't know about the safety of it because it hasn't been done yet. But yeah, that's why I think they're going to actually put one inside someone this year. I mean, they did it to a monkey. Um, and so this is preclinical trials where they test on animals. And they found that that monkey was clicking a computer mouse at the same rate a human does. That Jeez. was the result they got on that. So yeah, I'm keen to see how it goes. But I'd say Wait, it's a so fair it was we trained... So when we say we, they train the monkey you to personally. click. You yeah, yeah, me, me personally. <laughs> yeah, so personally. I guess, yeah. no, no, sorry, well, my assistant was doing it. Oh, yeah, cool, yeah. Cool. But it said for a monkey to click a remote, that, that suggests it's a behavior that has been taught or forced to be learned. So with this, are we saying we're mind controlling a monkey to click a 
a well, mouse? No, I think, I think or you, like can, I... you can teach you can teach a monkey to click a mouse without independent of a yeah. implant, but it would do it in a very sort of drastic way. Um, I guess like this is actually helping its reaction time and understanding what it was what it was doing, how it was clicking the the pattern, the speed of it was mm. more like a human response time, and I think that's what sort of they were trying to get to. Sounds like mind control to me. Let me get my tinfoil hat out. Yeah, yeah. I think it's da- it's this is why it's a dangerous one. Yeah. It's going to call the conspiracy theorists out to play. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but again, it's completely voluntary. It's not forced. So that's that's exactly right. Yeah. yeah, and you can already register your interest now. So if you've got you know a disease where you can't move or you've got vision impairments, look this thing yeah. up. It's very promising. Hmm. Hmm. Last one. I think there will be a scandal at Marvel. I don't know what it will be, but I feel like... There's too many actors. It's going to have to happen, right? I th- Well, also the fact that last year, I think... Again, another movie won by Patty. You know, what's... Uh, I'm, I'm predictable that way. I'm, I'm, kiss- mm. I'm consistent, they say. Yeah. But there's just... Last year with... I guess with like big Hollywood movies, I they, just, they just weren't good. I don't think a lot of them were mm. up to up to the mustard from the previous like few phases of Marvel and you know mm. like the Iron Man, Captain America's the uh, the previous Thor one, mm. even like even Spider Man, even Spider Man. I feel I like okay, I yeah. don't think a lot of them last year were that good. Honestly, I like, think you're. I would pr- probably go further. Not a scandal, but I would say Marvel loses money this year. Maybe, maybe yeah, yeah. I reckon. I reckon a lot of people. Uh, there'll be a lot. There'll be a, a very low box office return. There will be returns, yeah. but low, lower than previous yeah. ones. I feel like the the next Ant Man will get a lot, but yeah. after that, no. Obviously. Yeah. So, uh, Mister Sunday Movies, who's a podcast in, in Melbourne, um, they do the way they calculate. So they say this is how much it costs to make the film. You you kind of double that because you have to do marketing. If the movie didn't make that that dollar amount, mm. it's a loss. Right. Yeah. I would start saying we're going to see about two or three losses out of the Marvel films that come out this year. How I don't know. Probably like seven yeah. is coming out this year. I think I don't. I, I think there's a significant, yeah. a, lo- a lot less than last year. So there's going to be you know a few like season two of Loki yeah. coming out. Like the, that Marvel's movie thought one with yeah. like Brie Larson and stuff. I hope it's good. Yeah. But I just like. I, I think they're running out of stories. I think they're not getting. I don't think. Enough. Oh, I, that that and maybe they're not really using. What's there? Like mm. the the best part about it is not the superhero. It's about like what story is like. What are they going through? What's the struggle? And I don't think they're going through the that. hero's story. Yeah, the, the, hero's the, journey, the, yeah. the best the best stories are is like okay, hero. What are they overcoming? Okay, by the end of the movie, they need to overcome that. How are they going to overcome that? They need yeah. to do A, B, and C. Okay, how do they do A, B, C? Okay, awesome. Yeah. That's how they win and beat the villain. Or if you want to trick the audience, the villain wins. Like that'd be nice. I, I would love for like, honestly, next Ant Man, Ant Man's gonna die. Ooh, I reckon okay. he will. I reckon. I reckon he'll well, get lost sure. between the molecules. Well, he's going up against Kang, the Conqueror, who is supposed but he can to go up his bum as a small little dude. I know. Expand again. I know. That's, that's how a... he should have beaten Thanos. I know. We all but, talk about that. Well, I was. That was my. That's my prediction. I think Marvel. I so reiterated, uh, re, um, re- amended yeah. prediction. Marvel it. will have a scandal slash lose money in 2023. Yeah. My other prediction was just another best picture at the Oscars because, again, <laughs> you got to do it. I got to do it. I do it every year. My mates do it like every year. Yeah. So I think the movie Everything Everywhere All at Once will win best picture. 
Oh, I didn't it already win like best picture for something in a no, recent one. No, no, nothing. It's won nothing so far. But I think it I will. swear it has. I think it will just because it's such a wacky movie. I love it. Mm, I love. I it. heard it was a great one. I swear the 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 main actor in that I forgot their name. Michelle Yu. Yes, she recently won an award. For she won. It, yeah. She won best actress. Oh, okay, maybe. And then yeah. and then her the person that played Short Round, who's now yeah. like a fifty year old man, he won best supporting actor. He's going to win the Oscar as well. Yeah, they're all going to like. I could be very ambitious and say they're going to win best actor, act, best female actor, best supporting actor, and then best picture. Mm. Okay, that's okay. my prediction now. I can't. Right. Com- I, honestly, I'm sorry, Patty. I can't comment on that. Do you have Amazon Prime? Yes. Then go and watch everything everywhere all at once with your girlfriend. Sure. You will not be disappointed. Okay. No worries. And um, look back on your box office thing. I mean, the box office is like this. This sort of realm where a percentage has to be allocated to what's the most popular films and whatnot so with marvel and the crash who do you think will sort of step up it's not going to be dc i reckon honestly i think a lot of people that are you know uh consistent movie goers myself included i'm sick and tired of a lot of superhero stuff i'm going to be going to see only uh i guess not indie but just like i Mm. guess like non- Non, I, non non sequel and non remake stuff. Unless I'm like, unless there's like, okay, a different take on it, then I'll see it. I think I think a lot of people who are into Marvel though, they see it because it's very action packed, right? Because the scenes are very cool, CGI is cool, whatever. I think like war movies, for example, they're my favorite type of movies to go and see. Oh, yes. I think that percentage might increase as well. I'm thinking I'm thinking Oppenheimer this year will go will have a giant box office and yep. also Barbie. Barbie. <laughs> the, Barbie. And, yeah. then, oh, Barbie. And, and then Dune Part 2. Okay, yeah. Dune Part absolutely. 2 obviously will. Yeah. Like, so those three will probably have a giant box office return and then maybe Ant-Man. And then uh, and if Ant-Man is shit, then every single one for this year is just going to be not lower. Because everyone's mm. like... Because I was very disappointed seeing the second Black Panther. I thought it would be better. It wasn't better. And I was like, okay, well, I guess there's... You're missing Chadwick Boseman, honestly. Yeah, you're missing. You're missing. You're miss, you are missing the Black Panther, who you were supposed to have another part two with. Unfortunately, passed away pre- prematurely, which too, was too soon. Yeah. Uh, no, not like no, not the like it was a joke saying he was too soon. But oh, he, was, yeah. he died too soon. One hundred percent. He was only yeah. in his early forties. No one should pass away then. So it's no. just it's a, it's a tragedy. Yeah. Bonus prediction. More of a question. Do you boys think the World Health Organization will officially call the end of the COVID nineteen pandemic? No, no, nah, nah. No. Oh, I, you know what? No, 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 no. no, no. Well, the thing is, right. So the the who is very strongly influenced, let's say, strongly influenced by uh, China, um, yep. to the point they don't recognize Taiwan as a country. Um, so as long as China's still going along with their policy and their, <laughs> their zero COVID um, policy, yeah, yeah, I mean, the, I think they're getting rid of it slowly. As long yeah. as they still keep a eye on it, then the WHO will keep an eye on it too. Yeah, that's the policy. Uh, the thing with China is so weird because they had like a shitty vaccine compared to what we had, and that's sort of what helped influence that policy. But yeah, I just I have a feeling they might call an end to it because of mm. how I guess not appreciated what's the word i'm trying to look for how accepted it is in daily lives now between mm. the common the common man and woman so i don't know that's uh interesting one to think of it's not my prediction i'm not saying i think it will but i think watch that space i think to a point where less people are dying from that than the cold that's when they'll announce it but that's a long way I off don't think that'll happen i don't, think it'll, I don't think it'll happen to anyway. all right on Two that five. cold note thanks for listening 
To see more Engineering Dads content like this, head to our YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, and I'll link below to see our other projects. Have a good one.